Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and really the only regular legal podcast. My name's Tim Elliott. Logical comes to you from the Dubai-based legal firm here in JLT. HPL, Yamalava and Plethka. And as ever, here is the managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalava. Good to see you again. Good to see you too, Tim. Ludmilla, this is hot news today. Really, uh, I think it's reasonable to say hot off the press. I'm going to quote you directly there. This is all about the WPS system. It's the wages protection system. The DMCC, the free zone in which we are now sitting, has announced that it's going to implement WPS for employees' salary payments. And that was a couple of days ago, January the 18th. Indeed, yes. And it is truly hot off the press. And it may seem quite nuanced in terms of legal update, but I would argue that it's actually quite uh, fundamentally important. Mm. Uh, And so the WPS, and we've actually dedicated the specific podcast on WPS in the UAE uh, previously, uh, but ultimately at a very high level, what this means is WPS stands for Wage Protection System. So it's a system uh, that has already been in existence since actually 2012, actually nine, uh, that a system that mainland companies and as companies outside of free zones have been part of. And um, uh, this is, a, I guess, communication channel between the UAE central bank system and, and obviously all the individual banks. And it, um, previously it was the uh, either Mohre or the Ministry of Human Resources Memorization or slash DED that are part of the same system. So in other words, all employees that are, that have historically been um, working under on the mainland, under Mohre or under uh, sort of licensed by DED, have been part of this WPS system, which means that any company that's based on the mainland, when it makes employees their salary payments every month, these salary payments are going through this WPS system. Right. So it's a bit of a, a virtual system and a virtual um, interface and in, in kind of a practical terms, neither employees nor companies can really sort of feel the difference uh, once they've registered for the system. So it's the same payments are going through the same bank account, but they just have a different reference number that's attached to every employee in every company. But ultimately, what the idea here is just to protect wages for employees. In other words, to ensure that all companies pay their employees timely. Uh, and what this is, is that the WPS is based on uh, on the number of employees that every company has. So once a company has registered with the WPS system, then it's part of the, part, part of this registration. It registers how many employees it has and how, may, how, what's the salary for each employee and what's the total, uh, monthly sort of payment or, or, or salary payments that the company should be making to that employee. And let's say, and when the company makes those payments every month, um, then it, that data gets populated and transmitted to the central bank and the regulatory, let's say, Mohre authority. Uh, and uh, and if there are any discrepancies or violations, then the authorities get alerted. So let me give you a specific example. So, for example, let's say there is a mainland company, a restaurant uh, that's based on the mainland under DED or De- Department of Economic Development, and it has 10 employees and um, it pays, let's say, 10,000 dirhams to each employee. So now the, that company, the, the restaurant, is registered with Mohre as, okay, it has 10 employees, and on average, every employee gets 10,000 dirhams. So at, every month, uh, this, this company, this restaurant X, must make, uh, must transfer 100,000 dirhams to its employees through this WPS system. So mm. as long as that, those payments are being made, and there's actually, 
the resolution, one of the resolutions that governs uh, the mechanism for the WPS, so that's Ministerial Resolution Number 788 of 2009, sets uh, the margin for 80%. So as long as that restaurant X is transferring 80% or 80,000 dirhams to the company, uh, to the, its employees on the monthly basis, then there are no issues. But in the event, let's say it, it pays only 60%, then different red flags appear on the system, uh, not just with the bank, but but also with ultimately the regulatory authority, in this case is Mohre. And so at that point, then that company's employee files start getting suspended or flagged, and then there could be penalties that are imposed, uh, or the company might be prevented from hiring more employees until it basically becomes compliant again with uh, the relevant or the right uh, payment levels, right? At least 80%. So if restaurant X, let's say month after month, starting to, is making only 60,000 versus the 100,000 it's supposed to pay, that's 50, 50 or 60,000 percent only, and it's below the minimum 80%. So therefore, now that company's file could be suspended. And now if the company wants to hire somebody else, they won't be able to hire. Or, for example, even if they want to terminate an employee, they will have to first become compliant with the system in order for them to be able to transact on their employee file. So that's in the very high level how the WPS system works. And it's it, it was introduced originally to protect employees. In particular, for example, those companies that have large number of employee laborers, right? And we've had we've heard complaints before the laborers don't get paid or get paid late because the company, for example, does not recover money in time from the suppliers and or their customers and so on and so forth. So obviously the company's troubles is one thing, but um uh, if, if they don't get paid by their clients or customers, but when individuals and let's say laborers don't get paid, it's a pretty cumbersome and onerous uh, burden for them to live with because they do, many of them live here from paycheck to paycheck, right? Mm. So, so basically this system was introduced to make sure that companies are forced to ultimately make sure that they at least pay the minimum a level of salaries to their employees on the monthly basis. And without it, basically the authorities get involved. So that's, you know, that's the idea behind it. And historically, um, all mainland companies and therefore mainland employees were subject to the system. And, um, and, and so, and they've been kind of, um, I guess, enforced. It's been enforced by, by Ministry of Labor or, or Mohre now. Uh, to ensure that both companies and kind of employees are more or less compliant. Okay, so this is protection for employees. It's happening now. Affects you directly. Obviously, you're a DMCC registered entity, a law firm. You have to register by what? The 15th of February? Yeah, until recently, it didn't actually affect me. That's the thing, because I'm not a mainland company. I'm a free zone company. So we are based in the sure. DMCC, yeah. which is the Dubai Multi Commodity Center, which is a free zone. Mm-hmm. And uh, every emirate has, in addition to the mainland zones or economic zones, they also have free zones. And, and historically, apart from one free zone, which is the JAFSA free zone, no free zones have been subject to WPS. Right. And uh, that was the case until basically two days ago. And then on January 18th of 2023, the DMCC, which is one of the free zones in Dubai, that's the Dubai Multicommodity Center, which is 
where my law firm happens to sit and and we've been here since the last 13 years uh so that dmcc announced that the now um the the free zone and the, all the free zone companies and employees will now be subject to this wps system so this is truly fresh off the press hot off the press this uh uh, kind of unprecedented, uh, as I said before, only mainland companies and the JAFSA have been part of this uh, WPS system. And as of January 18th, now DMCC ha- companies have been um, um, notified that they will also be subject to it. And the compliance date is February 15th, 2023. Yeah. So we're talking about basically just three weeks from its announcement. Uh, all of the DMCC companies need to register themselves and their employees through this WPS system. So you register. Is there a cost to register? Uh, so in terms of the cost, there isn't. Um, there's no cost, but there is, I guess, a cost in terms of your your resources that mm. you will need to dedicate as a company to go through the system through through registering it. And for those companies who have not been based in on mainland, this is going to be all new, right? Because all of us would just we haven't had to deal with the WPS, so we didn't have to register our employees or our, or our company files with you know at this level. So there will be some uh, learning curve, I'm sure. <laughs> so in that regard, there'll be some um, uh, employee time and uh, just internal resources that will be spent to have to register the company with uh, this WPS, and then each one of these employees. And so there's a number of, for example, DMCC has already sent instructions on what to do. And uh, these are fairly, very detailed instructions about how to register employees and the various did, uh, employer number, IDs, and the various uh, codes, uh, you know, and companies' portal account numbers. So, you know, it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a, like a coding system, almost like a, an algorithm that needs to be complied with. But uh, I trust that this is uh, it sounds more cumbersome and, and more incomprehensible, you know, in in words than it really is in practice. At least I, I, that's my hope. Uh, but you know, but ultimately, apart from this, the time and the exercise of. Uh, of, of going and registering the company and its employees, there is no additional cost. Behind the scenes, um, th- there's going to be stuff to do. There's going to be uh, compliance to run through. You're going to have to get used to the new system. But to an employee, it doesn't make any difference. If, if they're being paid on time, they will continue to be paid on time. And that money every month will drop into their account. Uh, exactly. So this is, it's more a virtual, right? I mean, there's sure. fairly sophisticated things, system and mechanisms that are built into this system. But for, from the user experience, I think it's going to be more or less, um, in, invisible, um, in terms of how their, their, you know, their, I guess, uh, how they, their accounts will be affected or not. Uh, so also it's interesting because part of the W, this WPS is, is a system ultimately that's managed and created uh, with the UE Central Bank yes. and and obviously tied in with various uh, uh, regulatory authorities like Mohre and now the DMCC and then JAFSA. But also as part of the central bank system, it's not only linked up to the individual banks, but also to the exchange houses. Because a lot of employees, in particular laborers, they may not even have a local bank account. They do a lot of the payments, they receive payments, and they transfer payments as exchange houses. So there are exchange houses uh, that are part of the UE kind of central bank system and this WPS system. So, in fact, payments, those employees who previously were getting paid through the exchange houses, equally so, they can continue to benefit from 
payments to these exchange houses, nothing has to change for them just because now they're part of this WPS. Uh, because it's a pretty robust system that has been in existence, you know, at least since 2009, uh, and has been used by many, many companies and employees and banks. Um, so it's just, it's just a little bit of a foreign language to, to those who are sitting in free zones, but not so much for the country and its sort of economy and its financial institutions. Um, so I, I do think after and this is perhaps why the DMCC has a, such a short and tight deadline because it's announced uh, that the introduction of the WPS on January 18th and it's expecting all the companies to register by February 15th. <laughs> so it's uh, you know, about, about three weeks only. I mean, that's a lot of companies. That's thousands of companies. I mean, especially with the DMCC because the DMCC is one of the world's largest free zones. Yeah. Right? It's like tens of thousands of companies. Um, so yeah, it'd be a lot of work. Uh, but uh, this it, that's why, you know, I guess I have to assume that the system, because it has been in existence for a while, it just hasn't been part of the DMCC uh, interface, that it's fairly uh, tested and, and easy to incorporate, because otherwise I don't I cannot imagine how they would expect for so many tens of thousands of companies to register <laughs> within three weeks. Well, this is the thing. I mean, there's a caveat here as well. While you have to, I mean, you've been told January the 18th, you have to register by February the 15th. There is a caveat in that throughout 2023, they're not going to impose any portal sanctions until next year. Exactly. So I think that's the grace period that we're given about a year, ultimately. So there is a requirement to start registering. There's definitely a requirement. So if you were, as a DMC company, anytime you register a new employee or renew an employee, then you are forced to, uh, to register that employee and your file through WPS. But in terms of just complying, becoming completely compliant for all of the employees and for all the companies, uh, for the first, for, 20, for the year 2023, there will not be any sanctions and sanctions the way they work for DMC companies because we're all sort of in the DMCC. All the companies work through this portal, the DMCC portal, which is a very sophisticated and quite efficient uh, interface portal between companies, member companies, and the authorities. And so anytime you apply for an employee, either to renew their visa or to, to recruit or to cancel their visa or to renew your license, everything is done through this DMCC company portal. Right. So when there is a non-compliance by company of, of one law or another, then what the DMCC does is that it starts uh, sanctioning the portal, i.e. so there's this flags on the portal and then prevent the company from doing one activity or another. So uh, what you referred to rightfully so, Tim, is that... Uh, so the, the DMC has announced that while the, we have this deadline by February 15th to register, uh, there won't actually be any penalties or sanctions on the company's portals until January 2024. So in other words, if those companies that don't manage to register right away with WPS, um, they, you know, they will be technically speaking non-compliant. But in practical terms, they won't be affected because they will be able to continue to transact in terms of their renewals and their audits and uh, their employee files, business as usual, uh, without any repercussions of these sanctions being in effect. But as of twenty of January 2024, um, that will definitely change. And at that point, um, this will be, um, um, you know, that will this will immediately affect the company's ability to operate. If they don't, if they continue to either not uh, register with the WPS or if they're not compliant uh, with the, the overall payments, uh, so um, generally, I mean, I think it's um, you know there's a little bit of a minefield for those uh, companies and businesses and 
perhaps less so employees um, that haven't um, that haven't dealt with it. Uh, but at a high level, I think it's a it's a great step forward because it ultimately what's what does it stand for? Wage protection system is to protect employees. Uh, and um, in particular, ensure that employees get their wages paid on a regular basis. So that's the overall objective. And and honestly, I've seen this historically here, just you know, in my own time here in the UAE. It's it's a, it's a very effective and, and needed system because a lot of the time, companies, particular that would hire many laborers, um, they kind of often either paid them late and mm. or underpaid them. Uh, so, or, or would change their payments <laughs> left, right, and center. Uh, so there wasn't much accountability, and you know. And then you have so many people here that are stranded without a salary, and they're not they're not able to afford, nor uh, nor they do they know what to do and how to challenge and how to get paid. Um, so, um, so I think that the system was obviously put in place to protect those employees, and it has been very effective. We've seen it. We've seen how effective it has been. And so, um, part of this now also, I, my, my, my own kind of, I guess, uh, speculation perhaps why the DMCC has uh, followed suit so quickly uh, is, or so all of a sudden is as part of this unemployment insurance. And so we've dedicated a, a separate uh, podcast to unemployment insurance, but the unemployment insurance currently is basically also being sort of enforced through the WPS system. So employees have to pay uh, their unemployment insurance uh, and uh, any kind of failure to pay or late payment or subscriptions, uh, they will be penalized all through the WPS system. In other words, let's say if they did not, if they subscribed to the system but didn't pay, then when they, um, uh, authorities will be able to subtract the penalties uh, from their end of service, for example, or from their salaries, or if they want to renew or cancel their work permit and re- apply for a new one, they will first have to pay that penalty uh, through the WPS, right, before they're able to update their status. So basically, I think the DMCC is moving so fast is because I, I am speculating that the unemployment insurance uh, for now is not made available for free zone employees because free zone employees are not subject to WPS. And I think it's linked up with the WPS. So um, I would assume that once we as like the DMC companies com- become compliant and, and, and integrate onto the WPS system, then that will allow the, the free zone employees that are based in the DMCC at least to start registering and subscribing for the unemployment insurance through the WPS system, PS system. So that's my personal prediction um, as to why all of a sudden the, the DMCC has embraced the WPS and why it's done so fast because the unemployment insurance just kicked in January 1st of 2023 and then January 18th the MCC leads in with the WPS and by the way the unemployment insurance and we talked about it in a separate podcast the law the federal law on unemployment insurance does not exclude free zones so it actually includes all employees private and, and public sector and yet in practical terms now that this subscription for this unemployment insurance has become available free zone employees have not been able to register and we're speculating it's because Free zone employees have not been part of the WPS. So we are assuming that this is kind of a system that, again, goes to further advance the UAE goal of, of protecting employees and particular payment of their sort of regular payments of their salaries. Uh, and um, uh, one and two, also to enforce and facilitate the subscription enrollment into the unemployment insurance uh, scheme. 
There's more to come on this, I think. WPS introduced in the DMCC, a free zone here in Dubai, the wages protection system, registration by February the 15th, 2023. That's another episode of Logical. Uh, Ludmilla Yamalova is our expert, as ever, managing partner here at Yamalova and Plethka. And thank you. Thank you, Tim. Find us at Law, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. We've a huge, ever-growing library, hundreds of podcasts, all kinds of stuff covered for free to listen to at lylawyers.com. To have a legal question answered in Logical or to talk to a qualified UE experienced legal professional, click on contact at lylawyers.com.